Ashley McNamee, Whiting Petroleum. Lynn Welker, McKenzie County Healthcare Systems. Thank you both for joining me today. It's a two for one, outstanding here on the program. Uh, my understanding is you guys are boots on the ground live there in Watford City. Is that right? That's right, Jason. We're actually at McKenzie County Healthcare Systems Hospital facility today in Watford City. We're celebrating a very generous donation from Whiting to fund the labor and delivery wing um, here at the new facility. Uh, they have presented our organization with a $200,000 gift and that accompanies a $50,000 gift that they provided for furnishings for an obstetrics room in 2017. So they've given a quarter million dollars to McKenzie County Healthcare Systems and we couldn't be more grateful uh, for that contribution. Let me ask uh, Whiting a question for a second. Ashley, if you don't mind, Mac to me. Is, is there any particular reason for the donation of the labor or the um, Watford City itself? Is, it, is there some special connection to that, or is it just that they needed it and you guys were more than willing to step up to the plate? Talk to me a little bit about the intention and the origination behind the gift. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons why this is the right thing to do in this community. So uh, Watford City is the heart of the oil patch, and for about 30 years, they haven't been able to deliver uh, babies in McKenzie County or Watford City. And so Whiting is one of the largest employers in this county, and most of our employees, over half, are under the age of 40. So when we look at not only the well-being and health of our employees, but the community where we're working and living, it was uh, an appropriate measure to start to pursue being able to have babies where we're living and working. So really, we just felt like this was an excellent opportunity to bring a service back to the area that it needed and that the population will continue to need and use in the future for, gosh, probably decades now. One of the things that I particularly enjoy about this story is it really validates what we've been trying to do with, with our programming, which is show the evolution of these communities, show the growth of the communities. And this is one of those problem-solution stories where one of the problems that has happened in Watford City is they're experiencing a 300% growth, unprecedented. I mean, you talk 3 to 5% growth in a community over the course of you know three, a year or two, that's amazing. 5 to 8% is considered a bustling community. You get up to 100 to 300% in a few few years, you got problems. And one of the problems they had was births. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a good problem to have, but that was one of the problems. And so as they upgrade the quality of life that's happening, this is one of those stories that is that is happening to where the oil industry is stepping up and not only paying their more than fair share of taxes and paying their more than fair share of fees, but this is another example of those those sporting teams of jerseys they sponsor and, and make-a-wish donations and community services where you're stepping up to help build a hospital. Um, Lynn, talk to me a little bit about that, how the energy industry not only pays their fair, fair share of <laughs> regulatory taxes and fees, but they also just continue to step up and help the quality of life in communities. I couldn't agree with you more, Jason. You know, the community here is is edging toward 10,000 people, and oil and gas companies have choices on where they choose to give charitable gifts, and certainly Whiting operates in a number of different communities um, in the country. So 
we feel very grateful for this gift because this isn't something that a company has to do. This is something that in concert with employees, they've chosen to do to improve the quality of local health care in the community and, and services that are available to not only their employees, but to other young families um, that choose to move to Watford City. Um, so we're very thankful because Whiting is a leader in the community. They not only provide generously to the healthcare system here, uh, but in other ways in the area, like, for example, the community cleanup effort. And it, it doesn't stop there, Jason. Uh, we have different efforts where uh, people can choose to volunteer to help out in various capacities at the hospital. And they have a group of, of staff that are putting together potted plants to provide to our residents in long-term care in August. And I just think that's amazing. It's above and beyond. And it's a company that actually cares about doing kind things for others and being a good neighbor where they operate. Well, I'd like to expand a little bit on that. You know, you, you mentioned uh, pick up the patch and uh, well, clean up that right. sort of thing. And uh, pick up the patch. I don't know. I, I don't know if that's still the marketing term they use, but that's what it was for a number of years. And it usually happens in May. Go ahead. That's correct, Jason. Uh, yeah, I was going to just talk talk to me a little bit about some of these uh, other community things, and whether it be Ashley or Lynn, uh, you know, specific to Whiting, or maybe even a joint effort at times, um, you know, with different energy companies. But the the pick up the patch and the and the the trash pickup, I I laugh because right now I'm I'm doing a presentation on how the oil and gas industry are the leaders in saving the planet. And this is one of those examples. I went to the World Wildlife Federation's website and pulled out their how to become an environmentalist. And the oil and gas industry is doing every one of them, every single one of them, at least the majority of them and then individuals after that. But one of them was to, you know, pick up litter. And there's another example. So talk to me about some of these just social responsibility things that you guys are doing, because I mean, I'm, I, I know I... I could sit here and name them all day, but I'm, I'm only scratching the surface. I mean, there's so much that you guys have done. Yeah, it's Ashley. Thanks, Jason. Uh, I think the one thing I can say about my company and our employees is that we really do care a lot. And so in particular, North Dakota has been a part of Whiting's story for a long time. And our intention is for it to continue to be for as long as they'll have us. Uh, we really love it up here. We love the people. And when we came into the state, we hired locals. We thought that the residents would be the right people to help us achieve success in this field. And as a result, we had natural community leaders working for Whiting. And through that, they identify these amazing projects that we probably wouldn't have known of otherwise, just being a corporation that's headquartered out of Denver. So uh, one example of something we're doing in Watford City, in addition to this hospital, is uh, we were working with the high school. They came to us with an issue where the majority of the students were not going on to a four-year institution. And this was before Governor Burgum identified the workforce development issue in the state. And we sat down with the high school and some of the uh, leaders in their uh, internship programs and other things that they were doing and really worked with them to create a curriculum and gave them a financial gift to start campus so that we can really begin to develop a skills initiative, trade-based, technical career advancement academy. 
And so we've been doing that with them for, we started it last year, we're doing it this year. Our employees go into classrooms and teach students about the career opportunities that exist, not just in oil and gas, but in North Dakota. And hopefully by capturing those students, they stay in the state, they see different opportunities in the industries that exist. And then in the long run, that improves the well-being of not only the community in the state, but also the people who live and work here. And then we do other things. We're really big in sustainability reporting, and through that we get to try a lot of new programs. And uh, one of them goes back to humanitarianism, and it's with the Truckers Against Trafficking Group. And they're a company that, uh, an organization rather, that started because uh, when you're along these highways and with some transient folks going back and forth and there's trucking companies that are hauling things, there is a, a higher rate of, uh, girls being transferred back and forth between uh, different parties at truck stops and gas stations, and people had no idea. Our employees, the employees, the contractors we work with, and so by simply bringing it to their attention and giving them a little bit of training, we hope to work with this group, and their their statistics are phenomenal. They've saved thousands of girls from trafficking situations because the guys are now paying attention when they're at these locations, and they make one phone call, and that phone call is often enough to go save uh, the person that's in that vulnerable position. So it's not just writing checks and picking up trash at parks and, you know, painting schoolyards or anything. This is We're really in this to make a proactive difference in the areas where we operate because we do intend to be in these places for an extremely long time. We want to leave them better than when we came. I know that was a number, a thing I used to reiterate for years was, during the downturn, you know, look at the investment Whiting, a One Oak Marathon would put into the Bakken at, at that time. And so it was really more of a beyond a symbolic gesture. And now that, you know, things are to the point to where they're at the new normal, I think is the word they used a few years ago. There's still the continuing of the, you know, as you mentioned, not only the writing of the checks and, and a few other things, but there's also the community connection that continues in fact that's the one thing i love about the oil and gas industry is the downturn actually kind of brings a lot of the people closer together to be honest that's what i learned in, in the last downturn uh lynn talk to me a little bit about the mckinsey Healthcare system because they have received quite a few gifts in the past that have built that hospital very nicely in terms of you know being a smaller town in north dakota uh watford city they've grown considerably but the healthcare system itself has done a pretty good job of capitalizing on some resources out there. Give us kind of an overview of the past, I don't know, five, 10 years and the advancements that have been made with the healthcare system. Well, it's very exciting, Jason, because we're in a new $76 million facility. And because of the expanded room and more adequate space, we are able to expand upon services that we can offer in the community and really to provide more opportunities uh, for patients to meet with primary care physicians. Uh, the urgent care and emergency area continue to be very busy. Uh, the areas each respectively see uh, over 700 visits per month uh, in urgent care and over 436 per month uh, in, in uh, emergency care. So we continue to work hard to meet needs in the community and region. It is a huge step up from the, the former facility, uh, which was built in the 50s. So the old facility had one emergency room and one makeshift emergency room. The new facility has nine. 
And, you know, last summer, shortly after opening the new facility, the community was struck with a tornado. And thankfully, we were in the new facility uh, with the equipment necessary to quickly provide for those presenting with injuries um, to not only fill the emergency area, but even utilize hospital rooms because of the number who were injured. But in the new facility, we have an MRI machine where we didn't in the old. We have a helipad on location. And certainly we've had a number of very generous contributors uh, from the oil and gas industry, but also many individual contributors and others from the financial and, and banking institutions in the area. So we feel grateful that our facility continues to be a priority um, as people consider their options for charitable giving because we know they definitely have options, but there are always challenges that you face in a rural setting that are unique, and it continues to be very important to us to be able to provide efficient and excellent care to patients, and and truly we are in a very rural and and remote area so being able to attract types of physicians that we have now is impressive uh, we even have an orthopedic surgery program here where dr ravindra joshi has joined our team and dr torfi hospitalson is a general surgeon as well so surgeries of that nature have never been performed in watford city before and now we can quickly address those situations um, here locally. And many of those types of things are possible because of generosity from companies like Whiting. Uh, a $200,000 gift is very generous and not something we're blessed with every day. Kind of recapping here a little bit, $250,000 gift plus another $50,000 gift, correct? A $200,000 gift and then a $50,000 gift to furnish an obstetrics room in 2017. So um, a quarter million dollars over the last two years. And I just think that's a huge testament uh, to their commitment to provide amazing and the opportunity for a variety of healthcare services locally to their employees. Well, one of the things that I really enjoy about this, and, I, and I'll be honest, because when I first started this whole crude life thing, it was, honestly, it was it was journalism. It was investigative. It was journalism type thing. And the, the one thing that I found is how in North Dakota, especially, you can really see what's going on in the oil and gas industry under a microscope because 50% of the state's revenue comes from the oil and gas taxes. And you know as well as I do, only less than half the state is open to oil and gas. The rest is ag. 65% of the population is on the east side of the state, and they don't have any idea what's going on in the oil and gas world to the tune to where it's it's like a Hatfield-McCoy state politics to where um, the Western legislators had to go around for two, three years begging for money to go to Western North Dakota, even though half of the budget comes from the oil and gas industry. It's, it's remarkable. Actually, it's more than that, but that, that was the, that's the quick soundbite of it. So to see stories like this is incredible, absolutely incredible. And, and so for me, I think it's a neat story to show how much the oil and gas industry builds communities. 
Um, not only do they help build states and state governments and give people opportunity beyond belief, but then they continue to go back and say, we're not going to just leave communities high and dry because we're getting the short end of the stick or we're mad because that law passed and this regulation came and everything else. It's just to me, it's very classful. It shows a lot of class and it shows a lot of uh, being a bigger man at the end of the day, being a bigger person. Sorry, didn't, didn't mean to say being a bigger man to two women. Jeez, where's my manners? Holy smokes. <laughs> I deserve a couple of lashings for that one. But do you guys understand what I'm talking about? I know I'm probably preaching to the choir a little bit, but sometimes I think the need is being had right now to preach to the choir because I don't think people understand how much the oil and gas industry truly funds this economy and this nonprofit and social world that we live in. All right, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we love North Dakota. We love doing business up here. We love the people of North Dakota. There's fewer places I think we would ever choose to operate, in all honesty, because it's just such a nice place to work and live. And to your point, last year we gave out over a million dollars in community gifts. That includes our educational institutions that are creating engineers and um, employees for our industry. That includes all of the places where we operate, so Texas, Colorado, and North Dakota, and that's only growing. This year we're going to easily surpass that. I bet we'll be closer to 1.2 to 1.5 million. And as we continue to go in the future, you know, you just, it is the right thing to do. It's the right way to do business, and it's really what we believe in more than anything. This is what makes not just whiting different, but oil and gas different. And that is a good point to make. It is the industry. It's not one player. It's everyone is doing some pretty remarkable things that really do improve the quality of life where we're, where we're operating. And I think we all really pride ourselves on that. I, I've just been amazed in my past seven years of covering this full time, be eight years now, um, just how involved the executive offices are with the local communities. I've never seen anything like it. And I've been covering industries for 25 years. I mean, I'm, I've been, you know, when you're in the media, you see a lot of different medias or industries and a lot of different behind the scenes. Ashley, you've got a background in the media, so you, you know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. I, I've never seen an industry so dedicated to a local community as I have the oil and gas industry. It's, it's truly remarkable. And I love, I think it's just fantastic to see the essence of capitalism alive and, everything else. But okay, let's get back to the uh, gift itself. So we'll kind of recap up a little bit here and uh, just kind of, you know, give us that, uh, uh, I guess, ending, if you will, and, and recap what's going on, why we're talking and some of the good news for today. Well, this is Lynn, Jason, and I really loved the phrase you used, uh, building communities. And many of the oil and gas partners are helping to build programs and processes in communities. And I think the gift from Whiting is an excellent example on building a program. So labor and delivery, it, it will be a service that will be implemented in the future. And it's really a three-stage process where clinically, where it's, you know, you're in stage one, two, uh, performing gynecological surgery, and then three, the focus on obstetrics where uh, you need to be able to provide for a cesarean section if that's necessary, which requires a, a team of people and specialties to include anesthesiology. So we're really in, in stage two right now, working toward stage three so that we can ultimately 
provide full labor and delivery services. Um, expecting mothers can receive prenatal services currently um, through the clinic because we're partnering with Great Plains Women's Health uh, through Williston and have obstetricians here to help with those services. So really, thank you to Whiting's generosity. Um, we're able to continue to fund capital costs uh, for our labor and delivery services, which are, are super important. And the wing will be operational in the future. So that'll be an exciting opening day. And so thank you to Whiting for helping us build this program uh, that is in progress so that we can provide the best service we can locally. And truly, you know, Ashley McNamee and, and Darius Frick are real outstanding leaders at Whiting. And we appreciate an excellent working relationship with the company and just the way that uh, they take their community involvement seriously in Watford city. And they've just been an excellent neighbor. Uh, so I, I can't say enough great things and, and just appreciative because as Ashley mentioned, it will be decades. This facility will be in use and in their wing, thousands of babies will be born. Yeah. And I just want to say, I mean, we, so appreciated the opportunity to get to do this and all honesty being approached and the the fact that this was an option was just amazing and really it goes back to our employees we don't make these decisions at the executive level we have committees folks in all of our locations across north dakota and when we put together the ideas that we could support for the year this overwhelmingly the one project that everyone wanted to support in the biggest way that we could and, and again, going back to the fact that we do have young employees who are having children and we want them to stay and live in North Dakota and in Watford City and McKenzie County in particular. This is just a really neat way to build that family feel back into not only our organization, but the whole community. So we're, we're happy. We're just like, this is a neat project. We're really, really glad we got to be a part of it. And we look forward to watching this grow and seeing what, what all it becomes.